everybody, welcome back to another edition of Rapid Recap. He's Steve Mark, he's Greg Smith, I'm Zach Carpenter. Uh, today, the Huskers held their 10th practice of the spring, their fourth and final open practice with about 25, 30 minutes or so where we got inside Memorial Stadium um, and then followed up by Matt Rule, Garrett McGuire, Josh Fleeks, and Isaiah Garcia Castaneda meeting with the media afterward for their post-practice press conference. Um, initial takeaway, I mean, biggest headlines were the spring format. So we probably spring game format, probably start with that. Um, kind of, I think, I don't know about you guys, but kind of what I expected to hear that he wants uh, Matt Rule in an ideal world, wants the game to be, as he called it, a game, an actual competition, and that he hopes the quarterbacks will be live. So, I mean, what we kind of thought, but it's like, yeah, sort of nice to hear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah he, he was uh, very careful to say, you know, it's going to ultimately depend on the numbers and like how many guys they have able to play. But he at the end of the day, he does want a competitive game-like scrimmage out there. And, um, yeah, but at the end of the day, the numbers will determine that. And, yeah, the quarterbacks as of right now are looking like they could be live. Again, he said that could change um, because he doesn't want to throw anybody out there that's already bumped and bruised and um, doesn't want anybody getting tackled for the spring game. So, um, yeah, it was good to hear um, Matt, Matt Rule definitely say that he wants a competitive um, scrimmage because I, I don't think we had that the past few seasons here at Nebraska. So. <laughs> So, so for the endless people asking us about yeah. spring game format, we got kind of an answer. It comes up all the time, and I think that, that what Steve just said, though, is, is why. Because last year's spring game was just – it was weird. Let's just two, put it that Two-hand touch in the first two half. Two-hand touch in the they first half. They were tagging off. Shout out to Miles Farmer. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it's just tough. Um, but it would have been abnormal, in my opinion, if Matt would come out here and said, no, we don't want it to be some sort of competition based on how they've done everything else <laughs> up to this point, not going all the way back to winter conditioning, but I'm glad he actually finally said it. Yeah, and then the second um, most important, I think, headline takeaway was Isaiah Garcia Castaneda is the first time he's talked with uh, Nebraska media since fall camp, and obviously first time since uh, he entered the transfer portal October 11th and then wasn't with the team the entire, um, the entire rest of the season and throughout December, and then officially withdrew from the portal January 16th and returned to the Huskers. He sort of explained um, his decision, why he decided to enter the portal, and then uh, why, he, why he decided to return, but also the process of how that played out. Yeah, I thought it was interesting him talking about just being a student again um, and how weird as, as a guy who came to Nebraska with a lot of college experience, um, like being just a student and not a college football player was probably very weird for him. Um, and so getting to hear him actually kind of express that. And, and our Jeff Ekstrom has a lot more on that story um, up on uh, inside Nebraska right now. But I thought that part really stood out to me. A really interesting thing that Matt Rule said about Isaiah Garcia Castaneda was that he's been dependable. Now, from the fan point of view, you might look at some guy who entered the portal four games into the season and, and some would say quit on his teammates um, as not dependable, but Matt Rule is very clear on everybody that he sees right now, their, their slate is clean. It doesn't matter what you did last year. Um, what matters is right now, how are, how are you reacting to the environment right now? And right now, Isaiah Garcia Castaneda is impressing his head coach. And I, I think um, that guy is out of the receiver room right now, I think he could be that starter like he showed uh, last year in the, in the season opener at Northwestern where he had a hell of a game. Um, caught that beautiful pass from Casey Thompson in the first quarter on the very first drive of the game. Um, but yeah, I mean, 
Uh, Marcus Washington on one side, Isaiah Garcia Castaneda on the other, a guy like Billy Kemp in the slot in the middle. That's that's a pretty good um, one, two, three punch right there, if you ask me. So things could change um, in the summer once more guys get into that room. Obviously, Nebraska has a lot of talented guys in the receiver um, in, in the 2023 class for receivers. So that thing that might change. But um, yeah, Isaiah Garcia Castaneda really impressing his head coach show, so far. Steve, what would you say is Isaiah Garcia Castaneda's number one strength that he brings to the table as a receiver? Speed. Speed, which McGuire talked about. Mm -hmm. Husker speed. They're Husker branding, speed. They're branding the receiver's room as Husker speed, which like does not necessarily mean foot speed. He said it is defined as going overwhelmingly. I have the, I have the quote right here. I have the quote right here. Uh, somebody asked him what Husker speed is. Garrett uh, McGuire responded right away, playing with overwhelming effort, play after play. Period. End succinct. of story. Yeah, it's succinct. Like, but I like that. I did too. Team, I did too. A team that needs something to actually kind of rally around, and they need like some like when you show up, and I think Matt Rule has mentioned this before, and one of the coaches did. Forgive me, but I don't remember the exact one. But when you turn on Nebraska on Saturday, you should know a little bit of what you're going to get and how they're going to play. I think it was EJ Barthel actually. That, identity, that is right? good, right? Like that, and that quote really leads itself to make me believe because we've seen like consistency of message here all spring long um, that they really are taking that to heart. I think. That that's a, a sneaky good thing that Garrett McGuire said. Well, what's interesting is I don't maybe I missed uh, or missed it at some point, but I, I think Garrett McGuire was the first one to talk about that one percent better every day in February. Um, if not the first, maybe he was one of the first, and then he was the first time where we heard Husker speed, and the one percent better every day became something I think I got so many coaches and players wound up saying in right. just about every press conference going forward. So I wonder if Husker Speed's gonna be one that we wind up hearing a lot more about um, in the coming weeks. Uh, last thing just to touch on is just, again, fourth and final open practice um, was today and that's leading up to that April 22nd spring game. So we're not gonna see them, the Huskers up close and live uh, um, till then, so 11 more days. And I don't know if you guys had one, uh, one takeaway to uh, touch on today. I know uh, Greg and I were talking a little bit before um, recording and because um, my number one thing that I was sort of watching and took away was Princewell Uman Yellen, which he, he's looked the same mm -hmm. all four practices we've been there, but he just continues to sort of jump off the page. That's 6'4", 230 pounds, like mm -hmm. super, super long. He looks good. Very long. Looks he looks really great good. Great physically and athletically. And then you combine that with what we're seeing is like, oh, he looks good. And then you hear Matt Rule last week say, uh, Prince Will and Cam Lenhart are two guys who are repping with the first stringers and who have looked really good um, in practice. And along with a few of the other early enrollees, they could have an impact. Depends on if they make a big jump this summer or not. But I just thought that stood out, I don't know. Um, what you guys thought. Yeah, for me, I'm going to stick with the piggyback off of that a little bit is that it was something I saw within that defensive line group. I, I think that seeing um, Coach Terrence Knight and coach his guys up close and personal, I spent a good amount of time over there with those guys um, today in open practice, is really neat. Like uh, seeing the kind of the attention to detail yeah. that he has, and it was something that stood out to me when we saw um, the quarterbacks a couple of weeks ago, I mentioned this, we're seeing Marcus Satterfield make those guys redo a drill or something like mm -hmm. that. He, I saw the exact same thing 
meeting um, with Coach Knighton as well. And he's got uh, what we, I've kind of said off camera, or maybe the toughest job of anyone on this staff, um, just because he just doesn't have a lot of material in that room. But if they don't improve, it won't be for a lack of attention to detail. I really like what I see on the practice field out of those guys. And one of those defensive linemen that Terrence Knighton was really working on was Blaze Gunnerson, and that makes mm -hmm. sense because Blaze hasn't been out there uh, really all this spring. He's been stuck in that yellow um, no practice jersey, but he was out there on Tuesday and he was looking the part physically. I mean, Blaze Gunnarsson looks fa looks fantastic, as do a lot of um, players on this team. Um, but to what you said about um, Terrence Knighton being a tactician and, and really honing down on the details, there was a point, maybe a four or five minute period, where Terrence Knighton was just right up next to Blaze Gunnarsson and just helping him learn where to put his hands, how to position his shoulders, um, what, what the footwork should be. I mean, I thought that was really cool because if you think about it, Terrence Knighton hasn't really had a lot of opportunities to be on, on a practice field with Blaze Gunnarsson. And Blaze Gunnarsson is a guy that, you know, could, could very well fit into that um, defensive line group at Nebraska right away. I mean, he's, he's shown flash, flashes, but this year seems to be the really the season that I think Blaze Gunnarsson can really take that step and, and become a real valuable member of the defensive line for and the Oscars. I want to add to that too is that it's not in a like yell at your guys kind no, of way either. Not like at it's all. a very calm like yeah, I'm just yeah. kind of teaching you and showing you what you need to do because I know in the case of Gunnarsson like you're kind of green at this right yep. like you weren't even playing this position previously mm -hmm. so I just need to show you um, and I think that that maybe will lend itself to guys taking that really well too. That trust factor will be built up I think because of that. And to finish off with a practice practice jersey color category here. Um, so Blaze Gunnarsson, he was in yellow and not practicing for most of the spring, but he was um, in red and full go today, it looked like. Uh, so a trio of other, uh, other players um, who, who were having different colors of jerseys, A.J. Allen, running back A.J. Allen. Last time we saw him last week, he was in yellow, not doing much. He was in green today. Matt Rule said he was a little bit limited, didn't do a lot of contact stuff, but he is he on his way. <laughs> yeah, for a little. Uh, Josh Fleeks, last time we saw him, he was in yellow as well, um, but he was in uh, white and looked full, full go um, in, in the receiver's drills, and he talked after practice too. And then Garrett Snodgrass, the inside linebacker from York, Nebraska, um, he was in yellow last week. Um, but um, looked in red today yep. um, and full go on defense at, at linebacker. So those were some updates. Yep, and uh, we've got a few more practice observations from this morning. Uh, Steve and Jeff uh, had some notes down there, so you can check that out at nebraska.rivals.com. It's uh, funny you mentioned Terrence Knight and sort of note I noticed um, there's guys like Tony White and Evan Cooper, but Tony White especially is just this like, calm, like reserved presence, where they're, and him and Knighton are similar where it's, a lot more calm and reserved, but like still teaching and coaching. So yeah. I feel like they know when to, because we've seen them all yell, though. Mm -hmm. Like I've seen yeah. each one of them really get out. Don't get us wrong. And they can so, turn oh, it up. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't make it seem like they're just out there like holding hands and stuff like that. Kumbaya. <laughs> they definitely have gotten after those guys. I mean, we saw Cooper get after some guys. Today. Oh, yeah. Um, so it, it's kind of, uh, they do both, right? Like get you a guy that can do both or a coach that can mm -hmm. do both. And it, it works out, I think. Speaking of that, I don't know if you guys noticed, Evan Cooper had kind of a cannon on his right arm when he was throwing. I did see it that. was opposite hash mark all the way to the left uh, corner. I mean, he was, they were working on interception, Joe, so all, every pass he was throwing was an interception. It's not a great <laughs> touchdown interception ratio or completion <laughs> percentage, but I kind of noticed that in the background. I was taking a video of Tony White uh, working with the defensive backs. I'm like, oh, okay, Cooper's got, got a little bit of an arm, so maybe that's something to watch out for. <laughs> I wonder Probably if he hasn't. 
Probably not, but I wonder if he has any eligibility left. I don't know. Maybe. That's what that's what's young too. My mind. <laughs> it was a DB at Temple, right? I think so. Maybe calm, calm presence in the coaching realm. Maybe be Sorry. calm pe uh, presence in the uh, Nebraska quarterback room. I mean, South Carolina did it. Yeah. Yeah. GA down. I'm sure he's showing sap. That's man. true. Let me, let me get a shot. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, again, that was the wrap up of um, Huskers' tenth practice and the post practice press conference. We got four more practice sessions and I believe five more times to meet with the media before April 22nd. Maybe it's four times uh, coinciding all the days kind of yeah, are mixed together, together right now. Dog days is for mm -hmm. Exactly. So we'll have coverage of all that at Nebraska.Rivals.com as well as our Inside Nebraska YouTube channel. I encourage you guys to like this video and subscribe to our YouTube page so you can have those videos drop directly into your feed. So we're going to get out of here, but for Steve Marek, Greg Smith, I'm Zach Carpenter, and we'll catch you guys again next time.